Uh, this is Moments of Hope brought to you by the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica. I am your host, Marja Elaine Francis, welcoming you to the program. Happy Independence, Jamaicans. I trust you have been enjoying the celebrations for Jamaica 60. Now, today we are going to delve into a topic that so many of us can relate to, career moves. All of us at some point make a decision about our career, what it is that we want to do. You have some children from as early as primary school, you ask them, I want to be a doctor, a lawyer, Indian chief, you know, <laughs> a pediatrician. And they say it with such pride and joy, and they look forward to working toward becoming that. And at some point, it changes along the way. Now in Proverbs 16, verse 3, it says, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. Now, many young persons have graduated from high school since June, July, and tertiary institutions. Some will be graduating in a few months, and some are certain of their career choice, while others are unclear of the next step. While we explore options, we sometimes seek counsel from family members or mentors or friends. This morning, I invite you to commit your career move to God. Today's feature is making career moves, trusting God's direction. And my guest is Ms. Shakira Mesquita. She's author, educator, productivity coach, and CEO of Goal Achievers Empowerment Services. And she will share with us how can we do this. Shakira, welcome. Hi, Marjolaine. Hello, Jamaica. Happy Independence. <laughs> now, Shakira, we are familiar with Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. Some of us can recite it. Trust in the Lord with all of thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge all him ways. and he shall direct thy path. It is my hope that someone today will entrust their career to God because we can trust God in every area of our life yes now, yes now Shakira I want for you to tell our listeners you know just who is Shakira all right so after hearing you know, all of that career and accolades and all I just want you all to know that I'm a basketball love lover a football lover a pool player uh, a lover of food music and I'm also a Jesus girl who teaches yeah that's Shakira, really. Jesus, girl who teaches. Now, Shakira, how did your career start and what are you doing now? That is a funny story because guess what? My career really started not so much as a career, but as a job to make an end meet, really. So I started out as a customer service rep in the fast food industry. And based on my work ethics, my managers, you know, encouraged me to go back to school, do something in business and come back for a leadership post. So I went home, I ran it by my parents and they were like, okay. And a family friend said, education, do something in education. Now, people just like how 
some of you may have this very same experience. I went to the college after being called, the school after being called, and I ended up in the business administration line. Not over the early childhood department where I should be going to do interview and everything. <laughs> over business administration, I went. Anyways, I studied and I went back to the fast food industry because the field is very oversaturated in business administration. Left the fast food industry, went into the hotel industry. Managers there again said to me, girl, you know, you'd make a very good teacher because for some reason I was there training and teaching. Oh. They said, you make a very good teacher. So again, pack up, gone back to school, do teaching. <laughs> so I am a teacher, right? But now I juggle being a teacher and an entrepreneur teacher and entrepreneur so tell us about the a little about the teaching and then we'll go to the entrepreneurship what do you do there so as a teacher I'm a high school teacher I am actually a secondary a teacher who specializes in English and so I teach English language English literature communication skills so anything along that line however you know being teachers we don't just look at the standard curriculum we also look at the hidden curriculum so I am one of the mentors at the school through the OHS mentorship program. I'm also a part of the guidance counseling committee where I focus on career and college counseling for that department. So it takes a lot. I'm a form teacher. I'm an upper school teacher. So that is teaching, really sitting on different committees, planning committees. So that is it for my teaching career. And a lot of the things that I learn in corporate, I can incorporate it in teaching and it makes the transition very smooth for me in the education system. Now, as it relates to an entrepreneur, even though I studied business administration, it didn't prepare me 100% for entrepreneurship. However, what it is that I do is still amount to teaching. So my core is really teaching. But I'm not just teaching the academics like English in my business. I'm teaching about productivity. I'm teaching about a positive mindset, whether through my books that I write or through one-on-one -on -one coaching or workshops. So everything still tied back to teaching, me doing something that I love and, yes. uh, you know, excelling in it. So thank God for what he has done. For the direction, the leading, and it has been awesome. It has been awesome, which leads me into my next question. You know, how has your relationship with God influenced your career? Oh, Lord. No, I believe, I strongly believe that even before I became a Christian, there was a relationship with God, but I never really acknowledge him so much, but he was still there. You know, you have that good friend that is always pushing you, but you know, really acknowledging, but you're doing whatever it is that they are putting before you, you know. So I realized that he played a very big role in my career. Why? From age three, I was mimicking teachers. I would come oh. home and I would teach the post, I would teach the plants in the garden, I would teach my parents. I would even act like, oh, I'm calling your mother because you're being disrespectful. <laughs> and, you know, I was mimicking teachers between yes. the ages of 11 and 12. I had the responsibility to call it my little brother from basic school. And while I would wait on school to, you know, be dismissed, I would go in the K-1 teacher's class and assist her with teaching. And it came so natural. Every single job 
that I have gotten. Somehow I end up being a trainer or I'm teaching them or for some reason I either end up at one where I'm teaching even the clients about the products, the services. Yes. I'm always teaching. It was just such a natural thing for me to do, even without the professional training. And title. <laughs> exactly. I was doing that. Now, what if I tell you that when I found God, my final year of college, teacher's college, no, that's when I found God. He did some crazy things. I just have to say it. Some miraculous, crazy things. He started downloading in my system and I started speaking them out and persons were looking at me where I would say, I don't want to teach at a traditional school, you know. And I'm and this was in a PD session, a personal development session. And they looked at me and I remember somebody said, it kind of, oh, it kind of sound like, you know, I have no ambition really because, you know, everybody wants to teach at a, a, a traditional high school, those, you know, top tier high school, yes. but you want to teach at a traditional high school. And when the person said it, you know, I was like, why did I say that? Why did I say that? But then I kept, it kept coming up. Don't teach at a traditional high school. Go to a school where you can make impact. Go to one of those non-traditional high school. When I left college and I was sending out applications, it so happened that I sent out applications to only traditional high schools. And I even got the job to go to a traditional high school, sending my documents for it to go to ministry, start looking about renting my apartment. A church sister said to me, oh, you know, there's a vacancy at my school. And just for formality, you know, church sister said that to me. I gave her the resume. The school called me. I already did my interviews, laid out the 10 school in front of me. Which one am I going to choose in a minute? Mine anymore. They were all traditional high school, I'm telling you. And I decided that I was going to go to this interview, went to the interview, practically got the job on the spot, only for God to just twist up things. And I ended up at that non-traditional high school. Look at God, he was guiding you all the time. time. Now, Shakira, as I listen to you, there are some young persons that are listening. And as they listen, what should they take into consideration as they embark on their own career journey? All right. As they embark on their own career journey, I think a lot of persons are going to probably think that I'll be giving you 101 steps or 10 steps. No. Mm -hmm. What really comes to mind is this, so, and it's something that you're going to hear so of you have heard so often. And I'm going to say it again. Look at your calling. Look at your calling. And let me break that down quickly for you. I'm not talking about purpose. All of us have a common purpose. See, he first the kingdom of God, the kingdom there, the mind, the will of God, right? Seek the mind and the will of God, and that is to do what? Serve him, that is to... Whatever it is that you do, you honor him and he gets the glory. That's yes. all of us have that common purpose. But society has tricked us in thinking that, oh, purpose is this big thing. And it's the simplest, most important thing we were created for. But society has warped our minds. No, I'm not telling you to go and search for purpose. Just understand that that is your purpose. I'm telling you. Look at your calling. Now, your calling can be broken down into your potential or your passion right? And this is the thing that you do know that gives God the honor and the glory. Yes. Right? So your calling, it could be your potential, and that is what you have the ability to do. It could be through external um, reinforcement, like me being a teacher, you have the potential to be a doctor. 
right? And I can teach you the sciences. Yeah. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Yes. So you now have the potential to be good at medicine, be good at being a doctor, good at being a nurse. Passion now is the one where you just love. This is a love that you have. Here's what God did. God gave us gifts and he brought them down in this way. For potential, he gave you the intellectual gift where when you go to school, you realize that you're very good at business. You're very good at the numbers. You're very good at sciences. Um, he may be leading you in that direction. Become a doctor, nurse. Hello. You're so passionate about singing, dancing, and whatever. He gave you that talent. Hello, he gave you that talent. It comes so naturally. Now, I could refer to collations or collations, depending on how you want to um pronounce to, to, to pronounce it. Colossians 3, 320, 3 verse 20 or 23. Some I think it's down in that section. But basically it was saying, look, whatever it is that you do, just understand that you are serving Christ and not your earthly masters, your employers. So whatever it is that you are going to do within your calling, it goes right back to your purpose, right? So you now need to acknowledge what is God calling me to do? You're going to feel that push just as from age three, I was mimicking teachers. Age 11 and 12, I got, I got the opportunity without even seeking an opportunity to help a K-1 teacher. Every job that I have entered into, whether from the fast food, the hotel industry, I am training, I am teaching. And the next thing is, Consider where or who is going to develop your career. So consider the school. Consider who is going to mentor you. Don't just choose a school for choosing sake. Ensure that wherever it is that you're going, it will pump integrity and all within you. Choose wisely. Seek God yeah. for direction. Thank you so much for that, Shakira. My guest today is Shakira Mesquita, author, educator, and she has been sharing with us just how do we make career moves trusting God's direction. She has been telling us about her own journey of how she started in her career, where she is now, and of course, telling young persons what they should take into consideration as they start their own journey. Look at your potential, look at your passion, and that may, may be exactly where the where what it is that you're supposed to do career-wise lies. And of course, trusting God's direction. Now, Shakira, there are some persons who I started out earlier by saying that they know what they should be doing. And there are some who not so sure about what's next. What would you say to any young person who have graduated and they're still unsettled about what their career move should be? Hmm. You know, I'm going to answer as an educator who have seen things like these. I've seen where high schoolers, they would graduate and they're unsettled. And I would ask what has caused this unsettling yes. for you, right? You would have been studying and preparing for these subject areas over a two-year period or even a four-year period for some who goes to sixth form. What is causing this unsettling? And you'll find where one, they choose subjects because of their friends, mm. not because of their passion or their potential. What they can do is just for the company, right? And so I always encourage them, even at the end, when you have graduated and you feel unsettled, go back 
and utilize your GCs, those guidance counselors. They're not just here to talk to you about hygiene, but they're also college and career counselors. Book a session with them, even though you're going out. If you are afraid to go because, boy, they have been teaching this from grade nine or from wherever, and I was wasting time. Heart, NSD. I went to heart as well. And it's not just an organization that or an institution that teaches um, different components to help you with your career. They also operate as a job search organization. They help yes. you to find jobs and they do some career counseling with you so you can actually go there because you have high schoolers who will leave school and because they did not do subjects within their potential or their passion they leave with nothing they can't matriculate and that is one of the things that causes the unsettling right so get some career counseling but those who are at college again choosing what the friends decided and what you know the, the family decided just like how my manager said go and do something in business yeah right and I went and I did something in business completely sidetracking when the others were saying teaching went and I did business only for me to have to pack up my bag again because God go was back. like, girl, girl is teaching, girl is teaching. So I wasn't looking at passion. I wasn't looking at potential. At that point, I was listening to others. And then, you know, some of us, we end up looking at brand name school. Oh, I want to go to that brand name university or whatever. And not taking into consideration really and truly the career, where you're going, what you're doing. And so I always say to them, get career counseling or mentoring. It's not too late. Even though you have finished, even though you have studied, Go and get some career counseling or mentoring. Create your own. Create your own. One of the things that I do as a mentor at my high school is to give career mentoring. So I don't just teach or talk to them about, oh, conflict resolution or whatever, starting your own business, taxation, yes. registering business. Yes. So whatever it is that you learn, whether it's you being a nurse or whatever, You'd be surprised, doctor, lawyer, you can start your own. Use whatever resources to build your own table opposed to sitting and waiting for a vacancy at a table or somebody to squeeze you in between, squish up you until you can get comfortable. Use your resources, build your own. And if you can't build it, get somebody, get a coach, get somebody to help you build that table. And then you operate from your table. Operate from your table. Yes, man. Or some people may not like this, but I'm going to tell you, start over and walk in your, your potential or your passion. Just like how I had to do the whole starting over, I had to let go and go where God wanted me to go. And guess what? He has rewarded me with what I studied first because now I'm an entrepreneur and I can use whatever it is that I've learned to you know, facilitate what I'm doing now in this season. Um, thank you so much, Shakira. I'm happy that you said start over. That's one of the things that I wanted. I had to do. I was sure in high school I wanted to become an accountant and I did everything in the accounting field and I worked in accounts for years until one day I'm like, mm, I don't think I want to be sitting around this desk for the rest of my life just calculating figures as much as I liked it. I know I have a natural knock and you'd say it's a potential to work with people and so I chose as I sought guidance and counsel from other persons and here I am today in the social work field and enjoying it of course I do get to apply the, the accounting skills exactly <laughs> and you started over from admin business management and you still get to apply those skills so it's okay young persons to start over 
Now, Shakira, there's so much more we could talk about, but I'm going to ask this final one. You know, how important it, is it to trust God's direction when choosing our career? It is very important. <laughs> very, very important to choose God's direction because remember, we just looked at um, Colossians 3 yes. and it's in uh, Luke. In all you do, you are serving him. We may think that we are serving our employers or the customers, but we're really serving him by the way, or giving him the glory by the way, or the integrity, our work ethics, our customer service, it all goes back to God. Right? And so we need his direction. Look at me. I was running all around, running, and he kept directing me by just telling somebody, telling the right person to say whatever to influence me. All right, and putting me in the position where I'm doing this, I'm teaching, I'm teaching, and I, that's not what I really, that, that's not a part of the responsibility, really. But I end up doing that nonetheless. And so it's that natural. So he directs you, he guides you for the manifestation of his glory. So it is important. We could look at Moses. <laughs> Moses was there tending to flocks, right? He's got his um, father-in-law's flocks, right? And God presented himself in the form of the burning bush and started directing him like, look, you're going to go here. This time, go down there, do this. Go, yes. Look here. And Moses, what did Moses do? Start giving excuses. Oh, speech impediments and everything. What God was directing him to do, he was assigned, he was created to do that assignment. Good. Was it easy? No, he had to be there parting Red Sea, knocking on rocks, hey, going up the mountain, up and down, walking down with these tablets, tablet break. Go back. Look here, it wasn't <laughs> an easy walk. It wasn't an easy walk. We could even look at David. David oh, yes. had to be killing bears, lion, taking down Goliath. Hey, he had to be running from Saul, right? He was anointed. God wanted him to lead his people. But before doing that, he had to go through a process and God was directing him. Even when it didn't seem as if, it seemed as if, oh, he was just naturally good at this. He was a good warrior. God was in the mix. And, you know, as I made mention of David and him running from Saul, we could actually compare both men's career. Both men's career was to be what? Kings over Israel. But one of them chose, he chose to follow the direction of God and he was successful. And that was David, as flawed as he was. Then here is Saul, opposed to following the direction of God. He was here, what the people want, what the people want. And he failed, failed. So, hey, God's direction, God's directing during your career journey, so, so important. There you have it. Making career moves, it's important to trust God's direction. Shakira, I'll ask you to close in prayer. All right. So let us pray. Lord, we just want to thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for us being here. Thank you for your grace and your mercies. Thank you for your leading and your direction. For those who are listening, I pray that you will give them calm in their unsettledness, speak to them a bit louder, Lord. Give them comfort as they go on this journey and they feel unsure of themselves. And just keep directing them. Keep sending their destiny helpers. Keep sending those who are there to push them and develop them. And just cover them, Lord. And I am praying that they will do awesome things for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. May I remind you, the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica brings Moments of Hope to you every Sunday at 7.30 a.m. Thanks to my guest, Shakira Mesquita. Thanks to you, our listeners. If you need prayer counseling or further information, call the Missionary Church Association office at 924-1378 or WhatsApp 7910527. Also, link us on Facebook at Moments of Hope MCAJ with your comments. I am Marja Elaine Francis. Regardless of what you encounter in life, there is hope and there is power in prayer. Hebrews 11 verse 6 reminds us that God rewards those who earnestly seek him. I invite you to pray by yourself or join with a family member or friend and let us pray being mindful. God answers prayers. Tune in again next week for another moment of hope.